Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. special day because we are trying something that we've never tried before. We've got a full hour of True's News. We're newsing across the USA with check-ins from our affiliates coast to coast. And wait until you see who's coming to the table. Let's do this. Joining me at the desk, as always, is my trusty co-pilot, Rossi Ross Matthews. Hi, 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 hi! Oh my god. OMG! OMG! What a day! And the team from CBS Mornings, Gail King, Tony DeCopel, and Nate Burles! You get people. Hi, people. I know. <laughs> I like Nate, it. I'm proud to say that you and Gail have been here, but Tony, oh. who I got to fill in for yes, while you yes. were on paternity leave. Thank you for welcome. that. Welcome. I'm so happy to First be here. Time. Thank you. Thank you for the warm welcome. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, the babysitting offer is still available if you'd like to come by anytime and take the kids. I can't tell you what an honor it was for me to get to fill in for you for two days when you were on paternity leave. Like, I felt like I had arrived in my life. I kept bragging to my kids. You liked it, too. You liked it, too. It was just so incredible. All right, well, let's get to some headlines. First up, we got to start with the woman who is always the number one headline in my heart. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, you got Oprah. Oh, okay. okay, good. Everyone's talking about the oh, incredible Adele oh, yes. interview. Yes, Gail, yes. you went to the show. Yes. How was it? Was it was magical. It was really magical. Listen, you don't realize how much, well, maybe you do realize how much you miss her. Because mm-hmm. she's certainly one of the greats when it comes to her voice. And it was, you know, a very small group of people. Number one, the setting was so pretty, you just felt elevated, really, yes. watching her. I was told that Adele, believe it or not, was very nervous. And so, you know, she came up with a guest list of people that she knows, and she wanted it to be, she wanted it to feel very familiar mm. when she walked out. That's mm-hmm. what I was told. Mm-hmm. And so 
you know, it was a very small group of people. It was very nice. It was very nice. Um, I love seeing Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. there yeah. because I, I didn't see him there. I heard he was there. I did not see he him. He had a little mask down. There was a moment. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. I was on Leo Watch 2021. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, lowered it for a second, and you could see it was But him. I heard that he was there. I didn't he see was, him. And apparently Adele had a Titanic-themed birthday party because she loves the movie that much. Oh, and he came. Oh. So I, they're friends, and that was fun to oh, see. Oh, that's nice. I know. Oh, wow. Well, HuffPost is reporting that Oprah's singing really stole the show. It's this post that Oprah put up herself, and the clip has gone viral. It's Oprah singing along so hard and maybe not knowing all the words, which is Let me so see. true. Let me see. All true. Of us. I don't think that's true. I love that she put this up. Watch. Let me see. <laughs> She always. Uh, I love that. I can't tell you. I have to call foul on that. What? I have to call foul on that only because she has spent the la last three, four weeks preparing for this interview, and all she's been doing is listening to Adele songs. All she's been doing. Uh -huh. So maybe they caught it at a bad time. Maybe I think they, they did. did. But she posted it. I loved it because... Oh, yeah, I'm sure she did. Yeah. I was yeah. like... It's, it's one thing to listen. It's another thing to sing. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we all know the chorus. But like know the words. We all know the chorus. But I love that about Oprah. Even on her show all the time, they would cut to her singing. She never knew the words. And I love that she doesn't let well, there a little were times thing like, like lyrics that is true. That is true. I will say that is true. Yeah, because she's not a big music person to be, you know, perfectly honest with you. But with Adele, she had been listening to all of the music. But I hear you, Nate. She's yeah. been listening yeah. to all of so, the music. So we, she, we, she was ready. I've she done ready that every interview. like day of my life. I'll go in for the big and be like, we talk to we have a lot of musicians on the show. Uh, Anthony Mason does fantastic interviews yeah, with musicians. Uh, I had an interview once with Linda Ronstadt. One of the great singers of all time, yes. and she gave me some good advice that I think supports Oprah and her endeavor here. <laughs> Don't leave singing to the professionals. Yeah. We should all belt it out from time to time. Did she say that? Whether you know the words or not. Or not. Yeah, yeah that's I what like she said. That. Yeah. I Can like I ask that. you, have you ever been to karaoke like with Oprah? She, she's not a karaoke girl. I'm telling you, it's karaoke. Can you imagine? It's, it's, it's not, it, it, honest to God, it's not her but thing. But you guys have taken road trips. Yes, we yes. have. So who sings so Nate, during the road trip? Nate, that's a really good point. To the point that Nate is making. We've done road trips. She can ride in the car. Who does this? With no music. I, oh, I no. can't With no imagine. music. She prefers to ride in the car, as she said to me, to be alone with her thoughts. I go, but you're not alone. Wait, wait, I'm wait, sitting wait, here. Wait, wait, I'm sitting here. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me, that's let me, what she said to me. Let me dive into this, Gil. Well, I, I want to that, bite of it, too. That is what okay, she so, said to me. So, Gil, I've been working with you for a little bit. Yes, uh -huh. and you know and, I and love I music. You. And I know you love to sing. And you know I can't sing. And I know you can't sing. That's where uh -huh. you're going. So do you think maybe Oprah said that because oh. she don't like your singing? <laughs> No. <laughs> All right, well, everybody is buzzing about the new Princess Diana uh, movie called Spencer. And there's one scene in the movie that seems to be shocking everybody. It's almost too hard to believe. It shows Princess Diana showing up to the royal Christmas festivities, and she's asked to step on a scale. True. 
Well, Marie Claire reports this is 100% real life. Apparently, it's been a royal Christmas tradition for over 100 years. Guests are weighed in when they arrive at the party and then weighed again before they leave. Because if they say, if you haven't gained a few pounds, you didn't have enough Christmas fun. Mm. I'll tell you right now, if I go to your party and you have me get on a scale, you know what you're getting for Christmas is a scale in your face. (laughs) (laughs) No. 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 I agree with you. I mean, if you're showing up looking to have a good time, you do not want to be reminded of that number on the scale. Hello? Yeah, but if you're at somebody's house and you're their guest and they say, I I wouldn't refuse to do it. Oh, really? I would think it was, I would think, no. I get on the scale and post my weight. You know, when people say, God, I can't believe you post your weight. I said, I have a mirror. I know what it looks like. I'm under no illusion about it. But if you go to somebody's house and that's their house, you wouldn't get on the scale, Nate? I would, yeah. yeah, if it means I'm eating well. <laughs> when you first started off, the whole crowd was like, oh, my goodness. Yes. But then you brought it all full circle by saying you get on the scale because that shows that you enjoyed yourself, yourself. a little bit of food, a little bit of drinks. I think that's all right, Ross. <laughs> and it all comes back to fashion. It helps explain why Princess Diana was such a big fan of the bike short look. Right. Right. Particularly around the holidays. Yeah. Let me like, that wouldn't add any extra weight to the scale. <laughs> wouldn't add any weight, but also it's a little comfortable. It gives. It's oh, a stretchy yeah. material. I, I think this yeah. is so... Would you get on the scale, Drew? I, I would get on the you scale. Okay. And I would say, um, you know... Uh, please <laughs> let anyone off the hook who doesn't want to do this. Yes. I would say, Queen, you first. Get on there first, Queen. <laughs> let me see you on it. And I want you to wear the crown, too, because that's heavy. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys, this is so much fun. But we have to go to break, even though I don't want to. But we'll be right back with more Drew's News. <laughs> Drew's News Hour, and we're here with the CBS Morning News crew in our studio. It's our family. Let's get into it. I'll take the next one. Okay, so next up for all you daters out there, we've got a story about how online dating is evolving. The Verge reports that a dating app, Hinge, is adding a new audio feature that allows users to add voice recordings to their profiles. It's meant to give just a little bit more data on who you might be dating. Um, Now, you can sing a little song. You can share your best impression. You can give a fun fact. Actually, we have one. Check it out. A random fact that I love is that when elephants look at humans, it's the same way we look at dogs. So they think we're cute. And that's... It's just really funny to think about. Oh, All right. okay. So, so what do we think? Do, do we think this is helpful? Do you like this? Voice memos? Look, I'm all in favor of this. I am too. I like it. I'm in all, because the the point of online dating is to make things a little more efficient. You're not waiting around for your aunt to fix you up with somebody. You're going through, you're you're computerizing this thing. Hmm. That is an extra computer data point to help you weed out the yeses and the noes. Okay. I like it. I like it. it. I think you can tell a lot sometimes by a person's voice, their vocabulary, how they speak. In that case, his sense of humor. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. I love this. You do? Yeah, me too. I do because I, like I am a personality first, looks second. Mm. And when look you're second. on... Look second. 
Okay, you don't like that. Okay. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying looks should be first, <laughs> but I do think they're importante. So they're, I, I think so you they're they're exactly what they rank. Yeah. I so think they're third. Guess <laughs> 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 it looks second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You gotta I mean, be sexy. No, 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Listen, you don't have to be an Adonis. I'm not saying that, but I don't want a booger bear. I want somebody. <laughs> I want somebody that I'm at least physically, physically attracted to. <laughs> So to me, you have to be physically attracted to them, and whatever well, that now, means hold to you. On. You want chemistry. Oh, you want yes. chemistry. But, but chemistry comes oh with the voice, God. I think. Yes, and the I personality. Agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Andy Warhol has a quote that I really loved, which is "Fall in love with your eyes closed." Now, I think that's probably far too far for you, and I agree. You have yeah. to be attracted. There has to be some chemistry, but. I have yeah, fallen chemistry, yes, in love yes, with yes. people because you get to know them. And it is so hard on dating apps. I feel like I'm always swiping left because they're too young. I don't know who they are. You are you on a dating app swiping left? I do get on dating apps. Do, do you? Yeah, I've does. talked to you about this. I think you should but do it. But I thought you said, I you, wouldn't, do it I thought you, you. said you wouldn't do it. I, I dip in and out. You told me you said I'm not going to do it. No, I do. I Every once in a while. And then really? I, like, freak out and yes. jump off. If I could do it and people wouldn't know it was me, I would do it. Wait, yeah. why but, not but knowing is... it was you? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels, I don't know. Isn't that getting off on a weird foot? Yeah, I know. But mm-hmm. I wish I was brave enough to do it. I do. Well, I prefer to meet person. somebody through a friend of a friend of a friend or you meet somebody somewhere. I don't know. But I believe that there's a lot of nice single people out there, and we're like, mom, mom, fish, uh, not fish, ships passing through the night, yeah. just going past each other. You know why? You have to go out, if you're single and you don't want to date online, you have to go out by yourself. You have to go sit at a bar because if but you're with a group of people, that, no, no one's going to approach you. No. So you're going so, out with insulated by friends, you yeah. won't go online, Gail, no. it's not going to happen. Ross, Ross, Ross. <laughs> I can't, I, I can't even go. I won't even. I went to a restaurant once by myself. Uh huh. And so I'm sitting there with my book, and the waiter comes up to me and says, Excuse me, ma'am, your book is upside down. Oh! I, I wanted to pretend I was reading. Like, and I went, Okay. Gail, that uh. is. That is so uh, sad. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> That's what I'm excuse me, ma'am, your book is upside down. I hope down. you tipped him because that is a great heads up. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah. yeah, that is good. Oh. I, I did say w- thank you. I did say thank I, you. I, 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 but we'll have to, have to talk about this online. What's the next topic? <laughs> um, well, actually, Tony, your story. Okay. So, I mean, this is related to the assumptions that people make, maybe when they see your picture online. Uh, okay. The question is, does having a beard, an old Civil War beard, uh, mean that you are particularly good with a budget? No. No, I would say. Actually, I'd say I have well, no idea because a Nate. beard means look nothing. Stroking his look beard. Hold on, Nate. There's more to this. Oh, keep reading. Keep reading. All right, a new survey finds that a lot of Americans think the beard means you're good with money. Fox Business reports that LendingTree uh, surveyed Americans and found that nearly half of them say yes. Men in particular with facial hair, we got a close shot of our Nate Burleson here. Yeah. Yeah. Are better good. with finances. Nate agrees with this, right, Nate? <laughs> Something about the beard, particularly a longer beard, seems to evoke like, wisdom hmm. uh, and responsibility. Basically, sexist, old-fashioned ideas that I have no idea why they're showing up in this survey. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Well, I, I found it funny, though. I was looking at the women in the crowd, and you could tell they know dudes with beards that are yeah. broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that are broke. <laughs> A couple of broke-bearded men. <laughs> One girl was like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-mm. They lying in that survey. Uh, <laughs> 
Do you think I should try a beard, you guys? Yeah, well, so a beard actually, I think, would say, the, the most yeah. interesting thing in this whole survey, actually, is that uh, is not that about half of people think beards mean you're good with money. It's that most bearded people mm -hmm. think they're good with money. Oh, so, like, right. having the beard makes okay. you think you know what you're doing. So grow it if you're confident, Ross. No, I think this survey, although it comes from Lending Tree, which is a trusted source, <laughs> is a little... Yeah, a little a bit of a chin scratcher. It's a little peculiar. It's a chin scratcher. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Truth News! <laughs> the whole CBS Mornings family, Gail King, Nate Burleson, and Tony DeCopo. Yeah. We're so happy to be here. I am so we are. to be here. Happy. We are so happy to be here. And Gail, it is your story. Take it away. Okay, next up, we got an issue that an overwhelming majority of couples say causes fights in their relationship. Apartment Therapy reports a survey found that 75% of couples argue over the thermostat. The survey said most people said 70 degrees was the ideal setting, while men were more likely to pick lower temperatures like 68 degrees. <laughs> okay, so let's do a thing around the table. Mm -hmm. What is your, your preferred number? You, Nate. Yes. Oh, I run really hot. So at night, I want the room freezing. No. My wife, she wants it warm. Yes. So in order to compromise, I get to lower the temperature, she gets to snuggle up, so we both win. So my fiance Wellington, if he could, would sleep in one of those things you cook a hot pocket in in the microwave. <laughs> you know, he likes to be really warm. And I sleep I like, like Angelina Jolie in a ball gown with one leg out. You know, <laughs> I. So I, I have the window open. That's I good. do. I do about you 66, do? and oh, Wellington would no. do about 89. <laughs> well. I don't have to worry about what anyone's doing because I wake up with a pile of animals on my bed <laughs> and I like it at about a 72. Oh, That's so weird. Mine is 72 too. Gail. It is. I don't have anybody but me, myself, and I, and all three of us like 72. <laughs> <laughs> all three of us. We have discussed it. We like 72. Uh, my wife and I both like it very cold, but oh. nobody in our house gets to choose except for the baby. Ah. And the baby likes 68. <laughs> but the baby What's good for the baby is no, good for no. the family. Yes, no. that's the we point. We don't want to hear a peep from that baby from the time you put the baby down <laughs> until 7 a.m. the next morning. Don't put on a cardigan. Oh, sleep training days. Oh, I miss them. All right, next up, technology is changing how we live our lives. But we all have those old-fashioned things that we want to hold on to. Well, that's the subject of a new book that I just read about in People. It's called 100 Things We Lost to the Internet. This, yeah. And it's 100 short essays by Pamela Paul of the New York Times. She covers the loss of things like mixtapes, cursive, and uh, wall phones in the kitchen, mm -hmm. which I love a wall phone and I, I won't give it up. But so the you have a landline? Here's what really ticks me off. My landline is connected to my cable. So oh, when the power goes out, oh. I lose my landline. Huh. And I just want to say, don't you dare touch my landline. <laughs> What's one thing you miss from the internet? Honestly, what days? I miss is boredom. And I, and I, I worry, I have a 12-year-old as well. I have a 9-year-old too. And I, I worry that unlike me, they will spend zero days of their life just sitting on the porch, throwing rocks at yeah. nothing. Yeah. Just thinking thoughts. Uh, boredom. 
died when the iPhone was invented. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Gail, True. what's one thing you must? Photo albums, because everything's <gasps> on your phone. Yeah. Back in the day, you'd take a picture, go and get it developed, and put it in a frame. Mm -hmm. So I miss having that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nate, yeah. what do you miss? I miss the very delightful yet stressful adventure to go rent a VHS tape. Oh. You guys remember That's that? Good. Yes. You remember yes. that? Yes. But then you got, you got to be kind. Yeah. Please rewind. Be yes. <laughs> affiliates across the U.S. for some special news updates. And right now, we want to check in with Susanna Marquez at our CBS2 affiliate hey. in Los Angeles. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Drew, Ross, Gail, Tony, and Nate, it's great to see you guys. Now, when you think of weddings, Taco Bell may not be what normally pops <laughs> in your mind, but the Taco Bell Cantina in Pacifica, Northern California, might be the perfect wedding spot. It's on the beach. It's gorgeous. It overlooks the water and serves wine and beer and liquor versions of their classic freezes. And two high school college sweethearts just tied the knot there. So what do you think? Is it a do, especially for I do's? Ross, since you're engaged, how about you? Uh, okay, I'm happy for this couple. Good for them, you know? I'm, I really am. I just want to say, personally, I'm looking for wedding bells, not we wedding bell grandes. <laughs> it is, I mean, good for them. I hope they splurged and got Taco Supremes, you know? We already know you, you have champagne tastes, but yeah, would you do it? For my wedding, I don't want to do Taco Bell for the wedding. I like it, I like it, and I like being on the beach. But I'm glad that it works for them. That's yeah. what I think is the most important yeah. thing. It works for also, the them. Also, the average American wedding is like, what, $25,000, $30,000 mm -hmm. these days? Uh -huh. Yeah. Take that savings from the Taco Bell wedding, go on a honeymoon. In, in yeah. a college account. Buy a house. Yeah. Hey, Buy a house. It's, it's not about the actual wedding. It's, it's how you describe it to people who ask about it. You say, you know what? We had a beautiful wedding on the, on beach. the beach. Oh, tell me everything. And we catered in some Mexican food. That sounds lovely. Oh, feet in the sand. Oh, my god. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't have the pictures right now, but it was wonderful. Wow. <laughs> I love That's how you do it. Nate, you make a lot of sense. You've all convinced me. Gorditas at my wedding. Done. <laughs> Sold. Gorditas Thank are pretty you, good. Susan. Great story, yeah, and we that. super appreciate it. And I just want to thank Tony and Nate and Rossi, the most handsome gentlemen in the news game. Lavender. Yes. Lavender. For being at this desk today. And Gail, I was wondering if you and I could have a little girl party and discuss your and oh, Oprah's favorite things, yes. favorite things yes. that you curated for everyone yes. this year. Yes. All right. Good stuff. They are good, so stick around. so happy to get some extra time with our dear friend and the Oprah Daily editor at large, the one and only Gail King. Yay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is the 25th yes. anniversary of O Magazine. It's, it's the 25th anniversary of O's favorite things, of Oprah's favorite things. 25 years ago, somebody gave Oprah a pair of pajamas. I still rem remember them, red and white, gingham checked. Karen Newberger was her name. She thought they were so cool and so nice. And she said, I wish there was a way to give this to the audience. This is what Oprah always thinks, that life is always better when shared. So that's how it started. This one pair of pajamas 
She ended up doing something for the audience. It wasn't even called Favorite Things. But needless to say, it went over so well that she thought, now, maybe we can make it bigger. Maybe we can find more stuff. And that's how it grew. But it started with one pair of pajamas, because she loves pajamas. That's how it started. And this year, we're doing something different. We're focusing on small businesses and businesses from people of color and women's businesses. Because during the pandemic, those businesses in particular were hit very hard. You are a game changer for businesses. In fact, we have three items today that you're going to share that are on the list. Okay. Okay, All right. let's start with this. Number one, the list goes, it's 110 items. It's our, our biggest list. And the, the price point ranges from $1,250, which is this, all the way to over $2,000, where it, which is, has a great the rower. rower. The I rower is that. actually really good. I wish someone would give me the rower. But the rower is really very nice. So we have a big range where... I'll give you the rower if you get on the dating app with me. Oh, stop it. (laughs) I don't know, because I really do want that rower. A little little of this, a little of that. (laughs) Because the rower gives you a full body workout. Oh, but the thing the is, dating app could potentially do as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew Drew Barrymore was this funny? <laughs> but the thing, the great thing about the list, it covers whether you're male, female, black, white. You can find something for everybody, age range, people you like, people you don't like. There's something there for them. Okay. So and this as is we a said, notepad. variety is the spice of life, and it is all oh, here. And we're going to start list. with Henry Mask. We like this mask. This is a Henry mask. They're washable. We like the backstory of the guy. Rich Fresh is his name. He was homeless for a while. He and his brother developed this. They were uh, designing clothes in L.A. for celebrities. They put their talents. But what I like about this, it's not smushed up against your face. No, it's really comfortable. Some masks, I feel like there are such giant gaps. I'm like, what are you doing? That I can, Everything can get in there. This feels... Snug and not roomy. with the Henry mask. Oh, I love it. For every mask sold, one is donated. Oh, we really? like that. Yes. Oh, that's one is wonderful. Donated. And the adult four pack is $50. And they have kids' masks too. Okay, what's next? This is the crayon case. It's a mini notepad, eyeshadow palette. Look at this. So you're going to have your shades of greens. Open up another oh, color, Drew. I didn't realize that the color yes. of the notepad corresponds. Oh, the beauty junkie in me. Eight is- editions with eight different shades. Every edition includes mattes, shimmers, traditionals, and this is twelve fifty. This is the most inexpensive thing on the list. And but it's this a great is one of my stocking favorites. stuffer for people. Oh. I think that's good. This is awesome. I think that's good. Also because um, a lot of the times when you want like really interesting pigmented colors, you have to buy a palette that is like the size of a yes. suitcase. Yes. This is great. I have one more thing. I'm very excited because I just gave a beauty tip for our beauty week um, that we did. And I happened to mention olive oil is accessible in your kitchen. Yes. You can always yes. throw it on your cuticles or on your skin. Yes. Um, especially as we get dry. My hands like crack open with dryness. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. Look, look how dry my hands are right now. Yeah, mm. olive oil. I know it's kind of embarrassing. That's why I need to get one of these. This is the olive oil pedicure collection from Foot Nanny. So this is what you get. You get the olive oil collection. It comes with a buffer, a soaking salt, socks, cream, and scrub for $149. This is amazing. So that's Gloria Williams, the Foot Nanny. And oh, I because love it is this. a season of giving, do you have something you want to say to the audience, Drew Barrymore? Really? Do I get to say yes. it? Yes. 
Yes. You're all going home with all of these. to follow her act and check out all of Oprah's favorite things on Oprah Daily right now. And we will be right back. See you in the morning. From Wondery, this is Black History For Real. I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Conscious Lee. What do most people think about when they hear the words Black History? Rosa Parks, Reconstruction, MLK, February, Black History Month. Exactly, exactly. There are so many stories of Black History that we just are not really talking about or thinking about, especially outside of February. And we are about to flip the script on all of that. Because on this show, you're going to hear a little less... In August 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And a little bit more. She is a heroine to some. As a fighter for black rights, she is a villain to others. Follow Black History for Real on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen everywhere on February 5th, or you can listen early and ad-free on Wondery Plus starting January 29th. Join Wondery Plus on the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Black History.